on the softs. Singapore Grand Prix, lots to get into outside of the race itself, but we'll start with the race. Checo Perez with the victory right from the get-go, let every lap. And another W for Red Bull. Yeah, I think it's like it's crazy. I, I love the fact that we have a two now where if Max is not up there, we have somebody that we can depend upon that can go and fight for wins. But I think what's really interesting is like if Max is winning, Checo is like four or five. Like we very rarely double podium. And then whenever Max is like not in the race or like way back, like Checo comes out of nowhere and just like puts on a clinic. I don't understand why we can't go one, two more often. Kind of crazy. Yeah, that was definitely. uh... because, Because the car did all the work this time. He just pulled off the line and didn't really have to run through any traffic. He definitely didn't have, like, a tough race, but he was still fantastic. I mean, he was – him and Leclerc were the only people that could have won that race. I mean, he was, like – he finished uh, seven seconds ahead of Charles, but they were both um, pulling, like, 15-second gaps on Carlos and, like, 20-second gaps on the next Mercedes. So they both had – Carlos a... was slow. Carlos was very slow that race. Yeah, so Checo had a great car, but that was still, I think, his best drive. Like, every time on the restarts and whatnot, he would just pull away from the guys in third and fourth and, you know, have a clear behind him. I think that was a, a really that good drive. Granted, Jack the Red Bull's a great car this year, but that's just – Checo really showed that he, uh, he can compete sometimes. That was his best race, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he had to play some really good defense. Like, that's his thing, right? And, like, he had to play some really great defense on Leclerc there for, like, geez, 20 minutes straight almost, it felt like. Yeah, I just, like, there's just nowhere to pass. So even if if Charles got up to his bumper, there he wasn't making moves anywhere except down the straight. But there, there was no DRS to speak of because our race directors don't know what they're doing. Yeah, let's, let's get into that with uh, the rain delay and whatnot. Dude, I work at – so I work at 10.30. So I'm like, all right, you know, I wake up. The race will get in by then. I wake up. They're in an hour rain delay. It's not even raining. The rain was done. I don't I don't get this new – what's the point of a wet tire? They're never going to use a wet, the blue wet tire ever again. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, so th- there was that. And then, like, it seemed like the track was in a really weird spot. Like, some of it was really dry and some of it wasn't. Like, that's – I. I don't know if I've seen a track like that that's so like unevenly distributed in terms of like texture before. Like but that's what that's what makes that the the wet thing so exciting. You know? Yeah, because like I I feel like in that strategy almost you'd gamble in the wet corners and like maybe lose a tenth or so just to gain up that on the straights, right? And it seemed like the strategy we saw, like really everybody kind of stayed. I think Ferrari was the first team to go to to or was it Ferrari or Mercedes? They were like the first people to go to mediums. Um, uh, kind of George, yeah, George, Russell George went to the, mediums early on. He was yeah. the first was guy. Not good, not good. No, he struggled out there the whole time, and Mercedes took that big gamble trying to say, okay, like we'll be the first guy out in set times. But it took, I think, like 15, 20 minutes before his tires even got to a point where he was setting like comparable lap times to the intermediate runners. But like you were saying before, like why even have wet tires if we're just going to wait when it's not raining and, you know, just what's the point of trying to say that you race in all these conditions and whatnot when you're just going to become a, a dry racing series? I get that there's some danger elements, but that's the the drivers that could drive in the wet will and the ones that won't will crash out. I mean, this one wasn't even that wet, and six cars think, came out of this race. I just think it, it gets rid of the, the element of who separate separating the men from the boys. Like, who could compete in – in these conditions and who can't because they're supposed to be a part of the sport 
Do exactly. You guys, do, do you guys think that if it wasn't a street circuit that's so tight with barriers and things like that, that they might have sent them out earlier? No, because they didn't do that in in uh. <laughs> if these guys have shown before that they're 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 weird with how they how they uh they direct these races. I mean. Monaco, they didn't start, and I get that's a street circuit too, but that wasn't that dangerous. And then in Imola, they didn't put DRS. The track was dry, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that was another and, tough and, one. And, and and they didn't do anything. So I don't I don't understand what 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 they're doing. Like when 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 Crofty and 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 them are going, God, well, why is the DRS open? This is ridiculous. And it's like if they're saying it, come on. You guys are directing the race. You should know that by now. You know they could use Imola as an excuse. You know they they were four races into this new this new system, but you know we're halfway a third two two thirds through the season. They should know better by now. Yeah, just what's like? And I don't even know at this point. Maybe maybe if they're at like a, a regular circle like AJ you mentioned they might have sent them out but I just don't have faith in I how races are being run because last year they didn't do it the kids the race they don't race they used to race in torrential downpours yeah do, do you like they just need together? to they need to let it happen now, and like again like safety is a, an issue I understand but the cars are supposed to be safer than they've ever been so do you think we'll ever see that again or is that era of Formula One like gone the torrential downpour era is clearly over. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying at least like a more interesting condition than we saw this weekend. Like, okay, like, Jay, okay, neither of you are in the valley. So, was it raining wherever you were today? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, think about how it went outside. It wasn't really that heavy. I don't know. I was thinking about it today. I was like, would F1 race in this? It's like, you know, four years ago, five years ago? Yeah. Now? I don't know. I, I again, I don't, I don't know what if there's this new rule or some new regulation that none of us are, are privy to, where they don't race in the rain. I, I mean, I, I they wait till it stops. They literally waited till the rain in Singapore stopped. It wasn't raining. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I get, I get not doing it when it's the worst and it's thunderstorming. I get that, but there's no reason they couldn't have started that race on time or delayed the start twenty minutes. I, I think the other thing is that since the, the the sport is expanding so quickly and it's really like exploding here in the U.S., I think that since they're not really hurting to expand the audience at all, that they're not trying like they're they're trying to play it as, as safe as possible because they're like NASCAR for example, right? Like when NASCAR was running for people, like they changed some of the rules over and like you could rub a little bit and whatever. Like you guys know more about that than I did because like the car of tomorrow kind of like ruined all that, right? So. I feel like Formula One is in one of those valleys right now where it's like everybody is on board with it. So like they don't need to really like they could play that card and kind of do like whatever the hell they want. And everybody's kind of at the mercy of that. It's not like an issue where like, um, I don't know, maybe like six, seven years ago where like they don't really have like, again, like it's massive around the world, but like they haven't really expanded into the U.S. yet. So, well, well a couple things with that. They're, they're, they're talking about like giving free practice points away in as like a new way to keep people interested in in all the sessions and stuff, so they really think they need more fans. Yeah, they're t- like that. We're gonna have six sprint races next year, which is ridiculous. That's they're just stupid. absurd. I I'm so stupid. mad about that. I they're don't understand so it at all. They're dumb. 
There's okay. just no reason for qualify. If you're if you're a mid tier team, there's just no reason to even bother going out and qualifying because it, you know, someday somebody in a top car screws up or whatever, and you're a midfield driver, you can get yourself in first row, second row, you know, get yourself out there. But with this, I mean, if Chuck was about qualifying, he's in eighth or ninth. The guys ahead of him, they're just going to get smoked in the first five laps yep. of that because it's a race. It's a it's a it's a stint race pretty much. They're doing twenty four laps on mediums. I mean, Checo's a tire guy. It just it only hurts. The lower teams are competing up front. I don't understand it at all. The, the sprints only benefit the good teams, and they only hurt the bad teams. Again, when Haas had those couple of good qualifying sessions, got their cars into the 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 uh, Q3 sprint race, they're 14th and 15th on the grid to start the race the next day. My yeah, though I think the this worst was what Austria when they were like six seven and Lewis is able to get past them in the sprint. Like, come on, like let them fight out on Sunday. Like let. Let the racing happen when it actually matters. And then they get points on the, in the sprint race, too. I just think it's stupid. It's a very dumb idea. And there are going to be six of them now next year. And where are they going to put them? Be- at least now the three, the three sprints this year are at, like, decent tracks. But yeah. like six now? are going to have one at some stupid-ass place where it's just going to be a grand procession on Saturday and Sunday. And then... Back to the wet race thing with the fans. It's a shame when I get have to say that the best rain race I saw all year was an IndyCar where they have a fucking aero screen <laughs> with no windshield wiper. Huh. And those guys race in the rain. And that and in those conditions, I was, again, I watched a, a me and Jake sit after the race. Like, everyone wanted to race in this. Yeah, that was like a, a massive downpour. And Indy put on a great race in that. Well, there's a lot of safety cars, obviously, but... I mean, that's where drivers showed how good they were. That's where Colton Herta showed how good he was. I'd rather them attempt to start a race, red flag it, pause the clock, than than just avoid the rain altogether. Yeah. The clock thing is just – I just don't understand why they – I just don't understand it. Like, how embarrassing is it that they just sat around for an hour and just waiting for things to get drier and they couldn't get a full race in? Like, that's just – well, it's again, embarrassing. Like, how do they put that on as a weekend show and say, oh, "Yeah, this is what this is worth." People paid for and worth all the fees and whatnot we get from selling it on TV. Like, that's embarrassing. It was a the time slot thing. The the two hour window thing needs to stop because they never finish the Singapore race if there's a costume. Yeah. Of how because of how long the laps take and especially in the wet, it's just dumb. I I I don't know what what direction they're heading into. It makes none of it makes any sense to me anymore. Let's um let's switch gears. Give me the uh what's the silly season update here? I know something's been finalized since we uh talked last. So probably within the next day or two, DeVries is gonna be without Atari. Uh Pierre Gasly's gonna be with Alpine. And then Logan Sargent, if he finishes in the top five this year in F two, would be the American guy that we get in F one with Williams. Yeah, our uh, our king or our king, excuse me, AJ, your king, Nicholas Latifi, is uh, officially done. Dude, that's a shame. I wouldn't even mind if we put him in Checo's seat. I really just need that man on the grid. He's responsible for a Red Bull Drivers Championship more so than Daniel Ricciardo ever was. So, uh, pretty big year for Latifi, I think. Or yeah, last year was. Is there any update on what Daniel Rick will be doing? Is he going to be going back to Australia to work at McDonald's, or was his? Um... He's like I don't understand his. He'll be doing race weekends like we are on our couches. Yeah, yeah <laughs> seriously, he's gonna be with fucking 
uh, Will Buxton after the race. That'd be wild. He like, thinks he can like wait it out and get a seat in 2024, I think, but I truly think by then the sport will just moved on from him. Like, dude, there'll be so like, many young guys go, coming in by then. He's talk. He's talking with Red Bull and Mercedes about reserve driver seats. Like, there's no chance he Stop. ever gets ever gets a shot in those seats. You'd have to hope that someone gets Checo sick would have or to be like, away. All right, I'm done, guys. Checo would have to be like, I retire. I mean, e- even at that, I feel like we would almost find somebody else. So. Yeah, but like, but like <laughs> again, probably, but in that sense, if Red Bull's like, I, we, we know Daniel, him and, him and Max are good friends. They work together. You know, Yuki Sonoda, he's not an option. And, you know, maybe Nick DeVries is like, okay, you know, he had a decent season. Let's give him one more year. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 my projection of the AlphaTauri lineup in 2024 is Nick DeVries, Colin Herta. I still think Colin Herta is going to end up in a Red Bull seat eventually. Would love that. Would absolutely love that. But we have to wait a year on that. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I, Daniel, Danny Ring, again, when, when Jimmy Johnson retired, I was like, dude, just go drive with Chip Canassi. Just go do, you know, the 16 or whatever it is, 14 regular uh, circuit tracks and then do the uh, let somebody else do the ovals and see if you like it because you're done he's done, he you don't leave f1 and then come back you're like kevin what happened to kevin magnuson it's probably never gonna happen it literally time. took almost a nuclear world war for that man <laughs> that man is currently in F1 because uh, Russia decided to attack Ukraine. It's the only reason. Well, I mean, maybe that's the scenario. I mean, I don't think anybody really knows for sure why you know that happened. Let's not point fingers, you know. I, I mean, let, let's be let's, AJ. Let's be completely honest. If if that doesn't happen, Nikita Mazepin's on the grid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, the only you know, reason he's not on the grid. Well, you know, here's the other thing. If he was on the grid, I'd be more, you know, comfortable with Latifi leaving because then I know he's going to find the wall once, maybe twice a race. So yeah, it's kind of disappointing now. Like we're not going to have a safety car guy. Yeah, you do. Yuki Sonoda's still in the group. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yuki hates driving straight, dude. He, he's in the. He's in the. He's still in the. In the in the scene. You have to. You guys have to but see Latifi's block that it. got him and uh, Joe Guan Yu out on Sunday. It was oh my honestly God. like a NASCAR block. Like, he just cranked the wheel left right into it. It was like, oh, and Sam. Like, it is impressive how bad it is. Didn't Russell do that, too, to Schumacher? Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up, too. Oh, yeah, he crashed right into Schumacher. He's like, I don't know what happened. Like, oh, crikey. It's like, bro, what? That was, that quote was so funny. (laughs) Schumacher's driving it like it's the race of his life. And then Brundle's like, yeah, it is the race of his life because it's like, it's him or... uh... Hulkenberg. Yeah, him or Hulkenberg for the for that seat. And it's like, yeah, like Schumacher, of course, is gonna try and get a P twelve. Like he needs this. Yeah, he needs this. Crikey. Crikey, that was so funny. I saw that. I was like, what a ridiculous British quote. Crikey. Does Max close it out in Japan? Can he? Uh, He needs a win and fastest lap. That's it? Win and fastest lap? I believe so. That's then, yeah. what I saw. Is it contingent yeah. upon anything else? I don't think so. Uh, if it's just winning the fastest lap, then that that's that's in the bag. Yeah, I don't think. Um... I don't think there's there's much of it. You're gonna get much of a debate there. 
Yeah, it's pretty much over. I don't think he'll get fastest lap just because I just don't think he will. But he'll easily win. So then he'll win. Uh, he'll win the title. What in America? Then is that after Japan? Yep. Nice. That'd be cool as well. Didn't who won a title in America? Lewis. AJ. AJ. Would you Would you get tickets to go see him win the title in the U.S. on late notice? Yeah, I mean, that's not even really a question. Absolutely. I was going to say, that seems like a total you thing to do. Yeah, I would totally go. Um, yeah, no, if it comes down to that, like, you might see me on a flight to Austin. You never I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> you never know. See yeah. Max Verstappen win his first championship. Yeah, that, it's, <laughs> that's insane. Like, to see him take his first world title, nuts, dude. His first world title where they spent under the budget gap. Crazy. His first world title where the last race of the season wasn't a clusterfuck. Yeah, how about all that? As long as you guys are done with the jokes now, let's move on. Let's talk about the salary cap. All all the variables, (laughs) Jake, that they needed. Latifi crashing. All this stuff. Yeah, it was being slow as fuck. All those variables that we needed. What? Let's talk about the salary cap. Um a Red Bull may get penalties. I personally think that it's horseshit, but hey, maybe that's just me. I mean, dock them points in the constructors this year, but I mean, it doesn't. It, it's silly if they're going to give them penalties at this point because any they damage can't give done them... happened. Like you can't untake away last year's title. You can't. Oh, well, you could, it's but you like, wouldn't. It's also like I mean, we had this talk at the beginning of the year where it was like, hey. Christian Horner actually was one that came forward and said that there are going to be like three teams that aren't going to finish the year if it's not adjusted. Right. And like, if this was something that came out of the blue, yeah, yeah. that's fine. But I mean, this has been an ongoing conversation. Yeah. But this is the thing. This isn't the budget gap from this year. It's from last year. Oh, it's the 2021 budget. What's gap. even stupider. How do we not audit that until like, how, how, how do you not look at that until, like, the next season's almost decided? Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Like, I feel like it'd be a lot easier if teams return their or turn their receipts in at the end of the month instead of saying, uh, you know, 18 months later, oh, we were over by 5 million bucks. Like, okay, it's too late to make, do anything meaningful now. I mean. If, if, if anything, if anything, if they were to do anything, it's that's a constructor's type thing. You can't, that's not, you can't take that away from a single driver. So if. In, in terms of harshest penalty, the harshest penalty they could possibly get would be like disqualification from this year's constructors, which probably won't happen. And on the lighter end, it's like a couple million pound fine, which it'll probably be, and, and then that's that. Yeah, they'll get fined. They won't make. Because I don't think they won't hurt that, the constructors. I don't think it's on the serious end. No, like to suspend people from constructors, that was like when McLaren stole the Ferrari. Ferrari's car, like, that's but that's what I mean. Like penalty, like this is just spending a few more bucks. Again, it depends. I also think it depends how much. Like if we're talking like a couple, couple pounds, like a million or two pounds, it's like okay, whatever. Like you know, single parking cost that much. But if it's like you know, tens or twenty, thirty million more pounds than the next team, then there's like where you have that discussion where you know possible penalties, but I don't think it's anything that serious. Well, that's good at least. What else is going on in the world of F1? There's like, I feel like there's not a lot of content. It's like the same thing over and over again, and even now Max doesn't win the race, and there's still like nothing crazy that goes on. No, I mean, there just really, there really isn't, I think, you know, next year, specifically, I think a lot of, I think a lot more teams are able to go with that Red Bull philosophy that they've had this year. I think Mercedes will be more in the mix 
maybe it'll be maybe we'll get the championship we thought we were going to get this year next year with three teams competing or you know you never know you could be in the red bull dominant era we we just don't know mm-hmm. those things will kind of flesh themselves out but you know this is this is max's year i think he's still on the hunt for that you know more than 13 wins right we're going isn't that it yeah uh, what do we think uh what do we think that, that is he going to hit that now that he's dropped again he he only didn't hit it this weekend, well, he didn't only didn't win this weekend because of the qualifying thing where he didn't have enough gas. Yeah, he got screwed on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that that wasn't on him. I mean, he was going, he was like point nine through the first two sectors on the top pine at the time, which I think was Hamilton. So, you know, he was clearly going to be on pole. And then even if he wasn't on pole, let's say he was second. I mean, we saw how easy it was to get around Ferrari at the start. So. Just nothing. Just nothing. Ferrari can do right. <laughs> do that. Ferrari's got a Saturday car, man. That's just is what it is. They have a Saturday car. Like Leclerc, Leclerc's pole to win conversion rate is just like, it's just sad to look it's at. Sad. Like so many times, there's been a couple of times like when he's like he's effed up, like Francie Adiata. But there's been so many times like Ferrari just bins it on him. They, like just, they just don't. They just they're just don't a joke sometimes. Year. Yeah, this year isn't it? And I mean, Bonotto did say that at the end of last year and I think beginning of this year that, you know, it wasn't, he was saying it wasn't in their like plans to win the championship. So maybe he is correct. Maybe next year is I really do believe the final that, form of Ferrari. Who knows? And I kind of, I, I kind of believe, yeah. Okay. Like their plan, maybe not, it wasn't going to win the championship this year, but like if they had lost it eventually, like, okay, like let's say like now this week or, you know, the couple races ago, like that's when Red Bull passed them. But for how fast it happened was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, they lost it in the summer. Because I mean, they lost it so quick. They lost it within like four or five weeks. Yeah. In like spectacular, embarrassing fashion. Bidging away a couple races that they should have won anyway. Like Monaco was theirs. You know? Monaco was theirs. Spain, the car exploded. Azerbaijan, yeah. um, it would have been second place, but still a giant hall points. Uh, yeah. What else? France, the clear just flies into the wall. Yeah, so there was like a couple <laughs> races where they screwed themselves up, but... Again, Red Bull had the car this year, and that, and that is what it is. And Max has been unbelievable. Checo had a great weekend last weekend. Max himself had a great weekend. I mean, he was on on pace for top, probably P four if he doesn't doesn't you know go off onto the access little area there. He spun it really quick too, which was kind of cool. Yeah, so yeah, like he got that. that car around real quick. Um, we got to see a little Lewis and Max tussle there too yeah that was fun to see again that was that was interesting um that's another thing i want to get into uh i think lewis hamilton's our the tom brady i think he's gonna drive till he's like 45 years old (laughs) and be good at it not like not like what we see with alonzo where like alonzo's gonna be racing for you know alonzo's like brett Favre, (laughs) but he doesn't steal from you know from welfare from welfare kids but like he like unretire he retires he unretires he goes and plays for like the Jets, which is like, you know, Aston Martin would be like the Jets of Formula One. Tom Brady just like you know he plays for a good team because Lewis apparently sat down with Toto said he's got another five years in him, you know. So, well, if that's the case, you know. Good on him. That's going to be fun to watch. If that's the case and I'm Lando Norris, I'm just screaming as I go to bed every night. Well, that doesn't mean that George Russell is going to be with Mercedes. You know what I mean? True. But, like, I think if, you know, if again, I've said it before, if Lewis retires, 
you know, next this year, next year, like within the near future, they're gonna try and pay McLaren a boatload to get Lando. I, I think we can give up on the Lewis retiring next year, this year, next year, or the year after that. Really? Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah. The because way he the, talks, yeah. The way he talks about it. He's like, again, this isn't especially with the way he is, he's like again, like that's why I'm saying he's Tom Brady, not because they're both old. Like they're both like vegans. They don't they don't like they don't it's the way they take care of themselves compared to, you know, athletes in the past and stuff. It's like it's not unrealistic for Lewis to want to race for twenty years in Formula One. But you know, Kimi kind of did twenty years. That I mean, he took a couple years off. Same thing with Fernando. But I don't think it's, you know, far fetched to say that he races till the end of the twenty twenties. No, that's it's really not that do. crazy. If, he, if that's what he wants to do, because if he's half decent, he's still going to be good, you know, and if it's something he wants to do, then who's going to tell him no? Yeah, I think with the way Mercedes progressed over the year, that really changed, like, a lot of, I think, Lewis's attitudes. Granted, like, the beginning of the year, they were pretty bad. He was all pissy, pissy, boo-boo, but now... I, yeah, I mean, like, he was all busy, busy, boo-boo, but that was just us, you know, and people speculating that he, he was going to, you know, look to, to leave eventually. It was that that was he never said that he I mean he did say he contemplated stopping after Abu Dhabi last year, but I mean that was just based on emotion. As soon as those emotions settled, like you know, did you guys just unironically use the term "busy, busy, boo boo"? Just want to make sure you heard that right. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was Jake. Okay, that was Jake. That was a good one by him. You know. Okay, thanks. Again, it'd be, sure crazy. That I'm... it'd be it'd be it'd be really crazy if like for the next. You know, eight years. It's it's Max and Lewis still fighting, and like as walkers. They, <laughs> as like they get older, no, like that. I get because Max seems like someone who's not going to race until he's forty five. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't see Max racing to like to old age like Fernando or Kimmy did. I just don't think. I don't he think he like wants. I think he get bored away, with it by like that Nico point. Rosberg at thirty four. Like yeah, ten years. I say we throw him in a car until he dies. Well, so would I. I mean. But like he's like the Patrick Mahomes of of Formula One, and Lewis is Tom Brady, and they're gonna duke it out for a couple more years. It seems like true. But Lewis smart. isn't getting divorced from a supermodel. He's never gotten married to save money. So smart on him. Smart on him. Smart. Very smart. And uh, uh, but again, Tom Brady marrying a woman who he could get alimony from. City boys pretty, up. Pretty impressive. City boys are definitely up. But all right, <laughs> Japan. This week, what do we got? Uh, I'm going to say Max Verstappen is going to win this one. Uh, it's going to be a grand slam. You know, fastest everywhere. Lead every lap, yada, yada, yada. He'll get the fastest point, or he'll get the fastest lap, get the point, get the win. He's going to win the title. AJ. Yeah. Yeah, the My Leclerc thing has run out. I've used all of that up. I have Max Verstappen coming in first, and the season is over, and second and third doesn't even matter because it's over with. Uh, I got Max, Checo, and uh, I'm going to go on a little little out there on my third place. I'm going to say Lewis. I'm going to say uh, – Oh, I thought you were going to put Guangzhou up there. You've never put Lewis in third before. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think uh, maybe we get a little far, Ferrari uh, – Disaster class? No, I think a little Ferrari Mercedes battle. If the track suits Mercedes, I think that's you know a little interesting there. I just think Red Bull, especially this week after the way Checo drove it, ball to the walls. That car is just better than everyone's. 
Yeah. All right. On the softs. On the softs. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Have fun waking up at 1 o'clock. <laughs> waking up at 1 o'clock, baby. We'll be at the bar. Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll be at the bar at 1 o'clock. Oh, my God. And then we're watching the race at the bar, baby. There's no waking up. That's the best. I can't wait till everybody's there, like, trying to, like, dance, have a good time and stuff. Dude. I'm like, how is that purple? And they're like, what is wrong with that guy? Friday, Friday night, man. Friday night. The uh, the rate uh, qualifying is at two a.m. As soon as the bar closes, it's qualifying. Right. Perfect time for afters. Let's go. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> See you later on the south. Peace right. out.